This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. For those of you that were uh, woken up this morning by the uh, weather that we had, so if you were awake in the morning, you noticed there was a significant amount of thunder and lightning. And that presents an interesting halakhic question. For those of you that were not up here at the 610 uh, minion with us, but if you were sleeping still and you hear thunder and lightning, are you allowed to make the bracha on thunder and lightning before you wash your hands? You're in your bed, you're hoping to sleep for another hour or two, or if you're really lucky, three, and uh, you have no intention of getting up, you're not starting your morning, you're in bed, but you hear thunder and lightning. You're awoken by the thunder of the lightning, which was very possible this morning. Are you allowed to make the bracha on the thunder and lightning? We all know there's a bracha, you're supposed to make on a bracha on thunder, a bracha on lightning, we've discussed in the past halachas about that, but can you make that bracha while you have not yet washed your hands to start the day. And the shayla comes in a different form as well. Let's say, for example, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're very thirsty. And you have absolutely no interest in washing negavasa now. You just want a cup of water that's uh, by, your, uh, by your bed. You're going to take the cup of water and you, you, you'll make a bracha, rishayla, bracha, chorena on it, hopefully. But you have no intention of washing your hands. question is, are you allowed to make that bracha without washing your hands? And the third question that comes up, and maybe it's less complicated, but perhaps for many more relevant, is you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Let's say you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, so uh, do you make an ashayotza? Now, again, so you went to the bathroom, so you washed your hands, that, that's clear. The question is you have to do a whole negelvasser in order to make the ashayotza. So let's, go, let's start from the beginning. If you look in Simendalit and Shulchan Aruch, where the Mechabah tells us about Natil Sadaim for the morning, so the Mishnah Brewer brings over there two reasons why we do Natil Sadaim in the morning. One reason he quotes because that throughout the night our hands are very busy. And it's very likely they must have, they might have touched an area that was covered. We don't know what we're doing while we're sleeping. Our hands are very active. And therefore writes uh, the rush, which Mishabur quotes from the rush, that you're not allowed to daven until you clean your hands from that dirtiness. And then he brings another reason from the Rashba, because you're buried Chadosh every morning we go to sleep, Hashem takes on Hashem. He returns it, we're a new, por- we're a new person. It's like the, the Kayin who had to do Kiddush Adayim in the base of Midosh. That's where we wash our hands. Very nice. The two classical reasons they taught you when you were in elementary school. And then you fast forward to the end of Simendal. The end of Simendal, it's the last halach in Simendal, halach of Gimel. Writes the Mechaber. You only really need Natil Sedayim if you plan on davening or recite Kriyashma. Our brachas, the shachris, but if you just want to make brachas, that you can make before you wash your hands. Because either one of the reasons we just mentioned only apply to davening or to kriyashma. Says the Shulchan Aruch, unless you slept without pajamas. If you slept naked, so then we have another problem. Then we have the problem that what, that your hands might have touched a covered area. Then, then you're not allowed to say Hashem's name until you clean them. So what do we see? That you're not allowed to recite Hashem's name in case you touched a covered place. And Mokum, that's Mechusah. Now, most of us do not sleep naked. Most of us wear what's called pajamas. So therefore, points out Rebbe Vajir said, for most of us, our hands probably didn't touch a Mokum Mechusah. But let's say you did. Let's say your hands touched a Mokum Mechusah. How, do you, how would you clean yourself from that? So Mishnah Buddha writes, you don't need a wash Nagalvasa. You rub your hand on something. You rub it on a rock, or Bavadi says you can rub it on your blanket, on your sheet, and that would take off any tumor that would to come onto your hands. So Luchay Rich would come out that if I want to make a bracha of thunder and lightning in the middle of the night, all I need to do is best case scenario is to rub my hands on the blanket, rub my hands on the cover, and I make the bracha. Now you have to realize the bracha of thunder and lightning is a tricky bracha. It's very much time sensitive. 
you hear the bracha, you have only the time it takes to say three minutes. You have techi de dibor to get the bracha out. So if you're going to first start clearing shilohs and thinking, by the time you're done thinking, you lost the bracha. So you got to get moving. You got to right away wash, you know, quickly put your hands on the sheet, and then you can recite the bracha right away. However, there's a problem. The Shari Tshuva quotes, and the Mishnah quotes it as well, from the Mikubalim, from Zayar, that the Zayar disagrees. The, the Zayar says, no, when a person goes to sleep at night, he has this thing called the Ruach Ra. Whatever this exactly means, we're talking a little bit at, at uh, the Yel Sachag over Yom Tif. There's this thing called Ruach Ra, and even though Me'ikara Din Ruach Ra does not present you from making a Bracha, but Al Pikabol, we say if a person has Ruach Ra, he shouldn't make a Bracha. So now we have a problem on our hands. When you go to sleep at night, if you've been sleeping for a couple of hours, you've got that Ruach Ra. That Ruach Ra only comes off with Negel Vasa, with proper washing, not with rubbing it on a rock or on a blanket. So therefore, we have a problem on our hands, because if I went to sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night, and now I want to make a bracha, so according to the Bali, Bali Kabbalah, according to Shari Tshuva, according to Zayar, now the only way to remove that would be is with washing my hands, and not with rubbing it on, on a blanket. So now i got a problem on my hands, i got to run, it's going to be very hard. You hear the thunder lining, you run to do an Egevaser, it's almost impossible that there'll still be enough time to make the bracha. The question is, do we paskin like this uh, opinion in the Kabbalah from the Shari Tshuva? Now, the truth is, there's an interesting task. There's a task in Simen Samach Beis. Simen Samach Beis is Elchus Kriyashma. And Elchus Kriyashma, the Mechaber and the Ramad, they're talking about a person who's unable to say Kriyashma. Why is he unable? Either because he has a medical condition, he, he can't say Kriyashma, he has a throat ailment, whatever it may be. Or the Ramad is talking about a case where a guy can't say Kriyashma because the area where he is is not 100% clean. So they both rule that you can get away with doing hearer. We spoke about this on the first, and over Shavuos as well. You can get away with hearer. You think the Kriyashma, it's as if you said the Kriyashma. Comes along the Taz with an unbelievable Kiddush. Says the Taz, what happens if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're so thirsty for a cup of water and there's no way for you to wash your hands and to make a bracha. Don't make a bracha. Just think the bracha in your head and that will be good enough. So writes the Taz. So the obvious cash on the Taz is, is, why do I need to do that? What's the problem? I'm in the middle of the night, I wake up, I want a cup of water. Great, what's my problem? My hands are dirty, my hands are just, uh, we're from touching a covered area. We learned that from a covered area, all you have to do is rub it on something. Why do you have to jump to Hira? So the Prima Godim asks us on the Taz, he says, I don't understand. Why do you have to worry about anything more than just cleaning your hands on the blanket or on, or on a rack? So it must be the Taz is choshish for the Zaya. The Taz holds that when a person goes to sleep, he has Ruach Ra, and Ruach Ra can only come off if you do an Atila. But this guy can't do an Atila because it's too hard for him to get out of his bed. So what does he do? He comes up with the Schat that he does here. So you see that this Taz seems to paskin like this, uh, this, this Zoya. That when a person goes to sleep, he has Ruach on his hands, and Ruach on his hands present a dilemma. The truth is the Mishnabru there in Simon uh, Samach Bey disagrees with the Taz. Mishnabru says, I don't know what the big problem is. Why can't you just wrap your hands on the, on the blanket or on a rock? Because there's no Tumah. But clearly the Taz didn't go that way. The Taz was assuming that Alpi, Halacha, Ruach, Ra falls on a person who sleeps, and that Ruach, Ra can only be removed with the proper Natila Sidai. So if you pass him like that, Taz, then it would be almost impossible to make the Brach on the thunder and lightning in your bed because you didn't wash. But according to the Taz, you know what you could do? You can think of the Brach. And that's what the Kavachayim Taka writes. The Kavachayim writes that if a person hears thunder and lightning in his bed, he should think the bracha in his mind instead of actually reciting the bracha uh, out loud. And that's what the Kavachayim writes for a bracha. Now for a bracha, the Mishnaburah does not pass in that way. For a bracha, the Mishnaburah says no. Mishnaburah says you can wipe your hands on the, on the blanket, then you can make the bracha. 
Now it is interesting, the Mishtabru himself is actually machmir for the Zoya. The Mishtabru says, if let's say for example, you wake up in the middle of the night, or you wake up in the morning, and you want to make a bracha. But you don't want to be bothered to wash Nagavas, you want to just wipe your hands. Mishtabru says, no, if you have water, you should go wash your hands to be choshish for the Zoya. But I still think the Mishtabu will tell you when it comes to thunder and lightning, don't be choshish for the Zaya. Because you're going to be choshish for the Zaya when it comes to thunder and lightning, you're going to lose the bracha. Because by the time you get up and wash your hands, the thunder and lightning is gone. So if it's going to be a long storm, where you're expected to have a lot of thunder and a lot of lightning, good. So you miss the first round, you'll catch the second round. But if it's a quick moving storm, so by the time you get up, you do negavasa, you miss the thunder and lightning, you lost the opportunity to, to make a bracha. So I would think halacha lamaisa, this is the way of Avadi writes to the Chuvin, he passes this way also. Halacha lamaisa, I think the best option would be is that a person should clean his hands. Again, Rebavadi thinks your hands are clean because we wear pajamas. So you wear your hands, your hands couldn't have gone anywhere too covered anyways. But if you want to be extra machmir, so you wake up, you hear the thunder and you quickly rub your hands on the blanket, you make, I gotta put on the yarmulke first, you're not allowed to make a bracha without the yarmulke, that's, that goes without saying. So you cover your head, you make the bracha, this way you're able to make the kind of bracha without a problem. But again, if you're machmir for the taz, then the only way to do it according to the taz would be hero. Now, Rebbe Vajah is very angry about using hero for a bracha rishayna. Okay, let's say you wake up in the middle of the night, and you have to, you need a drink. And you don't want to wash your hands. So the Taz says, think about the bracha. But says, what do you mean, think about the bracha? But if you hold heroes, lav kadiba dummy, so you didn't make a bracha, so you got benefit from this world without a bracha. That's not a good idea. So therefore he thinks, and this is the way the Mishtaburu Paskins, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you want a cup of water, so again, if you could get up and wash your hands, that's better. But let's say you're not feeling well, you're very tired, whatever the case may be, so you can just wipe your hands on the blanket and you can make the bracha. Now when you go to the bathroom, so a person goes to the bathroom, he for sure touches a mokka mechusa. There you don't have to provide his hetter anymore. If you go to the bathroom, by definition, you touch the covered area, uh, a covered area. So then it's partial. You wash your hands under the sink. That's for sure good enough. Then you can make a regular ashiyat. So halach lemaisa, I think for those of you that were awakened by this storm, and this was on your mind, okay, there's a big if, right? If that was the first thing you were thinking when you heard thunder lightning, it's, oh, a shayla about a bracha. So then you can wash your hands and make a bracha. But there is one other nikuda that's worth mentioning, which I think is an issue. There is a halacha that you're not allowed to make a bracha if you have to go to the bathroom very badly. Now, it doesn't mean very badly. So the way the place can basically figure it is if a person can, can hold it for 72 minutes. Now, I think most people wake up in, in, in the morning or especially as we get older, it's, that's hard to do. Now, at 72 minutes to hold, not to go to the bathroom after a whole night, is, is, I think is very difficult. So Mr. Buru Paskas, if you can't hold it for 72 minutes, then you're not allowed to make a bracha. So here it will be stickle tricky. If you wake up in the middle of the night, so if you have to go to the bathroom, and that's why you woke up in the first place, so then you're not allowed to make a bracha until you go to the bathroom. So then you'll for sure miss the thunder and lightning. But if you wake up and you have a strong bladder and you can, and you don't have the urge to go to the bathroom, you can go another hour and, you know, an hour and 12 minutes, right? The Shulchan Aruch says it's the sheer four mil. So we spoke a lot about this. A mil is 80 minutes, 80 times four, right? That takes us to 72 minutes. So therefore says the Mishtabur, but if you can't last that long, then you can't make a bracha. So that's a, another cheshman to think about, especially if you, okay, if you wake up in the middle of the night, maybe it's different than you're waking up at 6 a.m., so everyone has to know their own, what they can handle. But that is something to think about. If you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and you want to make a bracha, let's say on the drink or on the thunder lightning, if you, if you very badly need to use the bathroom, then you should not make the bracha, let the bracha pass. Because again, there's no chiv to make a bracha on thunder lightning. It's, it's an opportunity, but it's not kedah to make a bracha in an oifin, that's a shayla batashak, so Mr. Brewer writes, don't make a bracha if you need to go to the bathroom that badly, that you can't hold it for the time it takes four mil, which is approximately 72 minutes.